The Holy Spirit will lead you into a conflict, but only the ones you are equipped to win. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm your host, Alicia Sharp. And today on the show, we have Bill Johnson again. And he is talking to us about how to identify the devil's lie. So many times the devil will come in and convince us of things that are simply untrue in our lives and we just go off and run with them and believe them and then live our lives according to his lies. And we have to catch them and turn them around and not give power to what he says, but instead give power to what God says. Here's Bill. All right, Luke chapter 3, um, verse 21. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. While he prayed, the heaven was opened. The Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved son, in you I am well pleased. In this verse, you see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You are my beloved Son, and you am, I am well pleased. Verse 1 of chapter 4, Jesus being filled with the Holy Spirit. That's what happened back here in verse 22. Jesus being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan, and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness being tempted for 40 days by the devil. In those days he ate nothing, and afterward, when they had ended, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, saying, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Jesus was filled with the Spirit in Luke chapter 3, and the Holy Spirit led him into a conflict. The Holy Spirit will lead you into a conflict, but only the ones you're equipped to win. He intentionally leads you around conflicts you're not prepared to win. In Israel, when they uh, were going into the promised land, the Lord intentionally led his people away from one enemy nation not because they couldn't win, but because he knew they would become fearful because they were young and they would turn and run in fear. And so he led them away from that conflict. What's the implication? He leads you into a conflict that you are not only prepared to win, you have the heart to win. Now any person, any single believer from the strongest one who walks the planet to the weakest one, every person is capable of turning in fear if they feed their heart on the wrong stuff. If you dwell on the wrong things long enough, you will adopt a reaction, a fear reaction. The word of the Lord came to Jesus in chapter 3, verse 22. What was it? You are my beloved son. 
what was the enemy's target to get him to sin if you are the son of God? The first temptation was not to turn stone into bread. The first temptation was to react out of fear because of not having a clear identity. (laughs) Secondly, when a word comes to us, it must be tested. I think I talked to you about about this before Christmas. Words must be tested for two reasons. You have to know that what was spoken over you is absolutely true. And you won't know the strength of a word until you see the strength of its opposition. Secondly, a promise is given that must be tested because your reward for receiving the promise must be released to you based on you having an option. There always has to be two trees in the garden. The Lord doesn't bring you a promise that requires nothing from you. He brings a promise, and what, what happens? The first thing that happens is that you begin to experience something in your life that contradicts the promise. Why? The Word of God, which is the promise has all of heaven behind it. It is, has unlimited power. If I give myself to what God has said, regardless of the opposition, that word will be proven true and will be effective. If I give my heart to the contradiction, the questions, the suspicions, if I fuel the questions with my authority, I will take that which is powerless and it will actually suddenly gain such a significant power that it will undermine even the word of the Lord over my life. He wants to release reward, but there's no reward without a choice. And so he's got a promise with all the backing of heaven behind it. And then there's a challenge. There's a word that comes to you. If you are the son of God, And now there's the temptation to act out of insecurity and fear to prove who you are. Never let the devil set the agenda. If I give my attention to the challenge and I begin to question whether or not this is really true, what God has said, then I have lended my authority to that which has no power without me. Does it make sense? God's word has all power. Satan's word, if you're the son of God, has no power. He can't create anything. There's there's no creative force in his words. That's why he goes about as a roaring lion. Doesn't say he has teeth, just says he talks. His power is in you and me reacting to what he does or says with fear. That's where he gets his power. He has to get it from someone because Jesus said he had it all, which means somebody has none. (laughs) 
what's going to make this word, if you're the son of God, what's that, that kind of a word, what's going to make it powerful in your life? Is the fact that you lend it your attention. Then suddenly that which has no power has my delegated authority power. And it is now possible for that which had no power to undermine the purpose of God in my life. The first Adam and Eve faced a temptation that preceded partaking of the fruit. Satan came in and said, has God said to not partake of this fruit? The first temptation was to question what God had said. The last Adam faced the other big temptation, to question who you are. If if we can settle into these two things, where we hear the Lord and we hold to what he says regardless of circumstances, and we allow the Holy Spirit to affirm our identity as children of God, then all the other temptations in life lose their bite because those who know who they are in God are not gonna lower themselves for something insignificant and self-destroying. It's my personal conviction that all the temptations of life are summed up in those two things. Well, that was Bill Johnson, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Bill Johnson, Identify the Devil's Lie. You can also find out more information about him at his website, bjm.org. Well, that is all I have for you today. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode, and I will see you again tomorrow for Fun Friday. Have a great day. God bless.